Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Today is National Singles Day. Celebrate the single life and to recognize all that singles contribute to society. You're single. That's right. National Singles Day. Are you single? Single, single. Single life makes me sick. It's National Singles Day. Why are you single? I really enjoy my freedom, so. Well, that sounds a bit lonely. That sounds awfully lonely. No, no, I love it. Single. How are you still single? That day for me is every day. It's showtime. And this right here, it's your KC Momo Show, baby. What's the word, Kansas City? A happy Thursday to the KC Morning Hoes. On the show today, Salisa Kalakal back on your KC Morning Show. She is a reporter with KCUR 89.3 NPR in Kansas City. You can hear me on KCUR every weekend, Saturdays and Sundays. Salisa, she's on KCUR reporting every goddamn day and she's good at it. She's very good at it. We are all better for it. Don't know if you've heard this, but KCPD, yeah, they in trouble. The DOJ is taking a look at the KCPD. You know, if we're talking about the cops, then I got some things to say and I figured we should ground that conversation in some facts and some excellent reporting. That's why we got Salisa on the show to break it all down down rate review subscribe do that thing you do kansas city we're up for a best local podcast the pitchkc.com there's a lot of best ofs in this town but the pitch awards something special about the pitch awards y'all it's like the og of the kc awards and i want to bring that home again we want to bring that home again three times the pitchkc.com i'm up for some stuff too best dj best local personality it would be cool yeah but i'm not really worried about that i want to bring it home for us best local podcast the pitch kc.com that's all i got back in your feeds tomorrow it is a good day to be a kansas city always it's because of you kansas city we'll see you in the morning uh, bye finally the rock has come back to kansas city Salisa, I come from a bit of a, a wrestling background, you know? And so <laughs> yeah. and so when you've got your factions, you know, like your tag team champion, they always say where they're representing. And I saw on Twitter, Paul Nakatura, he also worked with us at KCUR. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got to say, if I got to name a faction for you, I think you are representing, Salisa, the cool kids of KCUR. And we, of course, spell that with a K each time. So welcome back. Thanks for adding some coolness back to the show. Thanks, Hartzell. I'm honored. That's great. So we got to get some championship belts made for you and for the newsroom. Can we make that work? Of course. That would be great. <laughs> I think my cool colleagues would love that. And you all deserve all the flowers, all the championship belts, because the coverage that you give us, it's its a public service. Literally what you do is a public service. We thank you for it. It's appreciated. And we're going to talk about the KCPD, Kansas City Police Department. Salisa yep. is getting investigated. Can you tell us what is happening? 
Yeah, so the Department of Justice uh, Civil Rights Division announced on Monday essentially that they're opening an investigation into the KCPD, specifically into the KCPD's hiring practices. And what they're going to look into is to see if the department has engaged in any discriminatory hiring practices based on race specifically. They're going to talk to department leaders, officers, employees, maybe even city leaders, members of the community, just to get a picture of, you know, what are the KCPD's hiring practices? How do they treat applicants of color, specifically black applicants? And then once they're hired, how are black officers treated on the force? And as we know, the Kansas City Star published a really good investigation earlier this year, uh, essentially gathering information and stories about black officers who felt that they were being harassed because of their race on the force. They felt that they were being disciplined disproportionately more than their white counterparts. The investigation also found that the number of black officers has actually been decreasing in the past couple of years. And so this is all kind of been happening. And we don't know specifically what kind of information the DOJ got to initiate this investigation. But in a letter that I read, an official letter from the DOJ to the state of Missouri, it basically said that the DOJ received information that the department may be allegedly participating in practices that discriminate against Black officers and Black applicants that might be creating a hostile work environment. So what were some of those findings in that star series that they did, I think, all year round, highlighting some of these stories? You know, what do they find? I mean, this didn't come out of the blue. I know there's going to be some folks who are going to say that, you know, here we go again, woke politics back into the media. But no, this came from a place. (laughs) There's this one incident where, let me make sure I get his name right. Herb Robinson, a black detective who believes he was racially profiled by two of his colleagues, he was stopped off duty. Yep. Believes that he was profiled by his colleagues colleagues in which his colleagues can be heard on the dash cam calling him a dumb and also an R word I will not repeat here on this program. This is the statement from Police Chief Joseph Maben. He says it is the policy and practice of the Board of Police Commissioners and the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department to provide a work atmosphere free of actual or perceived discrimination and harassment. That's what Maben said. Mm -hmm. He continues, I am committed to ensuring every member experiences a safe and fair work environment and every applicant receives fair treatment throughout the hiring process. So I hear that statement from Chief Maben, but I also Mm -hmm. know that they had a chance to talk about this on Monday when they had a big meeting. This issue was not even brought up. Yeah, yeah. And Quinn Lucas said that during his press conference that he was frustrated because the board met Monday morning. They were going to talk about like applicants to the police chief position. That was what was on their agenda. And they talked about it. It was a closed meeting. So, you know, people like myself couldn't go and attend. But basically, Mayor Lucas said that the topic of the fact that the DOJ was invested investigating the KCPD, which, you know, that does implicate the Board of Police Commissioners because they do oversee the KCPD. That didn't get brought up at all. Honestly, ever since Monday when the news broke, uh, the Board of Police Commissioners has not really put out any kind of statement. And the individual members of the board, aside from Mayor Lucas, they have been pretty quiet about the matter. And so that just that doesn't really bode well, I don't think. Gwen Grant, who is the president of the Urban League of Greater Kansas City, she said that it's disappointing that they haven't said anything, considering, you know, they are the leaders of the police force and that they have the power, you know, to pass policies and make change and, you know, really change the department's culture and policy. And so the fact that they've been silent, it's not a good look to a lot of, you know, advocates and civil rights leaders in the city. So why is this all important? This is why I'm so 
thankful for your reporting, for you being on this show, because I can come up here on my soapbox and say that, you know, a lot of folks can claim that it's just a few bad apples, but I'm somebody who believes that the whole tree is rotten. And we have now investigations that are happening and facts and stats to back up that we need to rethink how we talk and how we think about the Kansas City Police Department. And all of this stuff matters because we have to take this information, Salisa, and we got to go vote on this because this is on the ballot. KCPD is not even indirectly. They're essentially asking for a raise this November. I think education and awareness is really important. And this does really all go back to the fact that we do not have local control over our own police department. And that's why a DOJ investigation is kind of a big deal. What Gwen Grant said that really, I think, resonated with me and stuck with me is that in lieu of not having local control and having a state that's pretty friendly to the police and a board of police commissioners that's pretty friendly to law enforcement, it's important in that case to have the feds come in and actually, you know, be that kind of neutral investigator, that neutral observer to be like, hey, this is wrong or, you know, what you're doing is wrong or, you know, this isn't right. And so the hope is that the DOJ will shine a light on things that maybe the community didn't even know was happening, especially when it comes to things like internal hiring practices. I mean, those things, they're kept in the dark a lot. And the STARS reporting was really good look into that issue. And I think the DOJ actually setting up a formal investigation will continue to shine a light on those issues. And at the end of the investigation, you know, they have to make their findings uh, public. Once they make it public, if the DOJ figures out or they determine that the department, you know, did engage in discrimination hiring practices, they can go through the courts, the federal court system, and essentially enter into an agreement with the police department slash the board of police commissioners to essentially mandate that they change whatever their practices are. That way they're actually, you know, compliant with civil rights law. And that's really important, you know, in a city where we haven't had local control for decades. Another reason why that becomes an issue is because state lawmakers can pass a bill like what happened this year in the state legislature. Republicans can pass a bill that says, hey, we want the city of Kansas City to pay more of its money, of its budget to the police department. The legislature couldn't mandate that just from passing the law, which is why it's going on the ballot. Essentially, there's like something in the Missouri Constitution that says, you know, you can't mandate cities to increase funding for something without voter approval. So that's why it's going to the voters. But the interesting thing is that it's going to all voters in Missouri. So yes, Kansas Cityans will have the opportunity to vote on this amendment on whether to increase the minimum funding to the KCBD from 20%, which is where it's at right now, to 25%. But like people in St. Louis can vote on this. People in Rolla, Missouri can vote on this. People in Columbia are going to vote on this. Like, it'll show up on everyone's ballot. This amendment will only apply to Kansas City, but everyone in the state who's registered to vote will get to vote on it. So that's just kind of the pickle that we're in. It's really a situation that you don't see anywhere else in the country. And so that's why I kind of like to keep a close eye on it, because maybe the DOJ is exactly what, you know, Kansas City needs in lieu of not having local control and having state control where the governor is, you know, a Republican and, you know, very supportive of law enforcement. You know, maybe as Gwen Grant says, you know, maybe federal oversight is what we need to really, you know, hold our police force accountable. 
Salisa Kalakal, making it make sense. Trying to make it make sense because I am I'm, I'm trying my best. <laughs> I am struggling to do that, my friend. What else are you working on? <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to be working on some election features coming up, looking at some of the candidates who are running for the state house and the state senate. Going to be looking at the city's program to provide free attorneys to people who are in eviction court. Writing about housing and evictions is just something that I personally like to do. One of the topics I am the most passionate about, I think. And so I'm looking in to how well that program is going you know is it really helping people so yeah stay tuned on that and those are some of the things that are coming down the pipeline Salisa Kalakal she is with KCUR NPR in Kansas City come back on the show my friend you are the best and we need more cool kids at KCUR on the KC Morning <laughs> yes, Show yes we do thanks so much for having me Hardcore it's been great One Nation under God has turned into one nation under the influence of one drug. Television, the drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation. TV, its satellite links are United States of unconsciousness. Apathetic, therapeutic, and extremely addictive. The methadone metronome, pumping out 150 channels 24 hours a day. You can flip through all of them, and still there's nothing worth watching. TV is the reason why less than 10% of our nation reads books daily. Why most people think Central America means Kansas. Socialism means un-American, and apartheid is the new headache remedy. Absorbed in this world, it's so hard to find us. It shapes our minds the most. Maybe the mother of our nation should remind us that we're sitting too close to the television. The drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation. TV is a stomping ground for political candidates. Where bears in the woods are chased by Grecian formed bald eagles. TV is mechanized politics, remote control over the masses, co-sponsored by environmentally safe gases. Watch for the PBS special. It's a perpetuation of the two-party system, where image takes precedence over wisdom, where sound by politics are served to the fast food culture. Where straight teeth in your mouth are more important than the words that come out of it. Race baiting is the way to get selected. Willie Horton or will he not get elected on television? The drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation. On the screen is an address where you can mail your tithe offering or gifts of love. Okay, got the idea? All right, I'll let you Is it the reflector or the director? Does it imitate us or do we imitate it? Because a child watches 1,500 murders before he's 12 years old. And then we wonder why we created a Jason generation that learns to laugh rather than abhor the whore. TV is a place where armchair generals and quarterbacks can experience firsthand the excitement of video warfare as the theme song is sung in the background. Sugar-sweet sitcoms that leave us with a bad actor taste. 
while pop stars metamorphosize into soda pop stars. You saw the video, you heard the soundtrack. Well, now go buy the soft drink. Well, the only cola that I support would be a union COLA cost of living allowance on television. The drug of the nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of the nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation. Back again, new and improved, we return to our irregularly programmed schedule, hidden cleverly between heavy-breasted beer and car commercials. CNN, ESPN, ABC, BCB, TNT, but mostly BS. We're oxymoronic language, like virtually spotless, fresh, frozen, light, yet filling, and military intelligence have become standard. TV is a place where phrases are redefined, like recession to necessary downturn, crude oil on a beach to moose, civilian death to collateral damages, and being killed by your own army is now called friendly fire. TV is a place where the pursuit of happiness has become the pursuit of trivia. Where toothpaste and cars have become sex objects. Where imagination is sucked out of children by a cathode ray nipple. TV is the only wet nurse that would create a cripple. Television, the drug of the nation. Breeding ignorance, feeding radiation on television. The drug of the nation. Breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of the nation. Breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of the nation. Breeding ignorance and feeding radiation. Yeah.